those of you who want to do anything consistently, the challenge with motivation is that motivation is not always reliable. Motivation doesn't always show up when you want it or need it. So just like you said, your friend said, I would go to the gym if I was motivated. But when it's time to go to the gym, they're not motivated, right? So they don't show up. So what can show up all the time that you can depend on, if it's not going to be motivation, then it's going to be discipline. The hallmark of a professional is not motivation. It's the hallmark is consistency and consistency comes from discipline and discipline comes from structure. You're listening to the Art of Kings podcast show, where our mission is to change the world through men's development. If you're interested in mastering self, building generational wealth and creating an impactful legacy, and be sure to hit subscribe and join the strongest family on the face of the earth. Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show. As always, I'm your host, Son Stevens. Today, I'm joined with a very special guest who I will announce in a moment. But first, if you haven't been tuned in for season three, be sure to follow, turn on the notifications because we've been posting very valuable episodes this season and be sure to follow us across all social media platforms we've been posting daily reels from episodes of season three and we're even going back and posting some episodes from season one and two just in case you guys missed them very valuable edited to give you a boost of motivation mindset whatever it is so be sure to follow join the art of kings community engage with your brothers all of that great stuff so without further ado my guest dre baldwin dre how we doing bro I'm doing excellent. You go by Thomas or Sion? Sion. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So Thomas is my middle name. Okay. I'm yeah. doing excellent, man. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we got a lot of stuff that we want to touch on. And I really wanted this episode to be directly around breaking out of that average cycle that you talk about. And so mm-hmm. what I want to first touch on before we even jump into some of the some of the value and some of the things that we can really start doing and when i say we i'm referring to the listeners listen to this podcast before we can start leveling up and working on our game as you say right we need to identify what it is that we need to work on and we need to really just identify if we are living that average lifestyle because i think a lot of the times people who are in like a routine of like day to day, just working or working a nine to five or doing whatever it is and not really seeing the growth that they want to see are not super aware of the fact that they have kind of been stagnant for a long time. And so how can we identify first and foremost, that we're thinking average, that we're living an average life? Like what is that average? What does that average mediocre life really just look like, you know? It's a great question. Well, the first thing I had to say is relative. It is relative because each one of us has different goals and we all start at different points. And everyone who's listening to this, we're all at a different point right now. We're each running our own race. So the thing about deciding what's average and what's not is the most important part is that everyone has to be honest with themselves about where they were at, where they want to go and where they're at right now. And if a person's not being honest with themselves about that, then you can't ever really know because you can lie to yourself and say, hey, I'm not doing average. I'm actually making progress when you're actually when you're really not. 
but it's not anybody else's place to tell you that unless you want to hear it from somebody else. Now, if you ask somebody, you hire a coach or, you know, you join a mastermind and you tell people, hey, I want to be held accountable, then that's different. But just with ourselves, uh, first of all, you ain't even joining the mastermind or hiring a coach if you don't think you need help, right? So it starts with us being honest with ourselves about where we're at and what we actually need. Now, given that we're doing that, assuming that a person is being honest with themselves, to know that you're being average, there's a, several different ways that you can figure it out. First of all, look around at what everyone else in your environment is doing and ask yourself, uh, how much do you have in common with them? And this is something that I used to tell in my background as an athlete. I used to tell ball players this because they would always ask, Dre, how can I get ahead of the other players in my neighborhood or in my school? If I want to be one of the best players, what I got to do? And I would always tell them, look around and see what all the other players in your peer group are doing. And ask yourself, do you find yourself doing the same things that they're doing all the time? If you do, then how are you going to get ahead of them if you're all doing the same stuff at the same time? You got to be doing something that they're not doing in order to get yourself ahead of them. And that was the mindset that I always had myself because I started playing a sport. I started playing my sport relatively late. So I knew that if I was going to catch up to the players in my age group and let alone get ahead of them, I had to do some extra work on my game that they were not doing because otherwise – I'd be advancing at the same pace as them. Now, of course, it's all different for each individual person, but the spirit of the idea was I need to do something that they weren't doing so I could get ahead. So this is the same thing that anyone can apply, no matter what you do, even if you never picked up a ball, you're going to apply this in your business, you can apply this in your personal development. What are you doing that is not being done by the other people around you? And if you can't answer the question, then that means you're probably just following the crowd. And most people, as a general rule, Sion, they follow the crowd. And this is why most people, by definition, our average. So that's another way you can look. And I'll give you one more. It's, it's that when you are doing things that are based on what you already know how to do, they're based on things that you've already experienced. Usually you're very confident in doing that. And this is the trick. And this is where we get tricked. We trick ourselves here because confidence is based on our past experience. Right? Confidence is just belief in your ability to do something. So we feel really confident sometimes in the way that we're living and the things that we're doing. And the reason we feel confident is because we're doing stuff that we've already done before. And in order for us to move forward in life, usually that means we got to do some stuff we've never done before. And you can't depend on confidence to do something you've never done before because you have no belief in your ability to do this new thing because you never did it before. It doesn't make sense to even think you need to be confident to do something brand new. To do something brand new, you need courage, not confidence. Because confidence is about your past. Courage is about the future. So anyone listening to this, if you're trying to if you're trying to figure out, discern whether or not you're doing average things or not, ask yourself, when's the last time you felt really uncomfortable, anxious, fearful, stressed out about an action that you were taking and you took the action anyway? If you can't even think of that, then that means most of what you're doing are things that are based on your confidence. They're based on your past. Basically, you're repeating the same exercises over and over and over again. And there is a benefit to that because there's a benefit to being disciplined and doing the same things over and over and over again, things that we're confident doing. There's the persistence, the discipline, all that's the thing, consistency. But at the same time, if we want to move forward and take a big leap forward, and most of the people I talk to, I don't know about you, Sian, that they all talk about wanting to make big leaps forward. Like I want to make 10 times more money. I want to be a thousand times better than I am right now. In order for you to do that, you can't keep doing the same stuff. You got to do some stuff that makes you very uncomfortable for what you need to draw on courage, not just confidence. So I'll give you those those three. Yeah, yeah that's that's far. So really what it like. So what you say is, you know, we want our listeners to give them that value to join that top two percent of society. Right. That's what we that's what we talk right. about. 
as we encourage and impress upon the listeners, right? And so mm-hmm. it takes a certain mindset to even think like, yo, I need to get off my ass and start to elevate my game. I need to stop. I need to break out of this mediocre cycle and even identifying like, hey, like I haven't taken any risks in a while. Like I mm-hmm. haven't felt comfortable in a while. Like it takes a certain mentality to even be able to identify those things and be real about them. And for me right. personally, I think it will just come down to like, what are your goals? Are you like foundationally somebody who's like, yo, like I need to like, you know, I have these huge aspirations, then you could really like think and be like, yo, I'm not living congruently with like the man that I want to be, the aspirations that I have. And so when it comes to mindset, right, I want to talk mm-hmm. about that for a minute. And I want to talk about the mindset that is necessary to take those steps forward, to identify these issues and to be like, yo, I need to start working much harder. Cause I think that I think that with mindset, it's so it's so common that we will see people sucked into like a mediocre mindset. And what I find a lot of times is that even if somebody reads a book or listens to a podcast or do whatever, it kind of just like goes in one ear and out the other. And it's because their mindset is not even in a place to, to soak up that information and actually like begin to take action. And so I think society, you know, has like, really played a huge a huge role in that you know with you know entitlement and different things like that where people don't think that they have to you know really work hard and have to really like go above and beyond like success is kind of just you know guaranteed for them right and so I think it all goes back to mindset like I said so I want to talk about a few things as it pertains to mindset what mindset should the listeners start to really adopt to then move to that top two percent of society well, the the biggest thing when it comes to first of all, I agree with you. Mindset is the foundation of all successes. Also, the foundation of all failures. The foundation of all mediocrity it is where everything starts. So, whatever actions we take or don't take is based on the way that we're thinking. So, even when somebody's goal is not based on mindset, their goal might be making money or uh, doing something, achieving a certain level in their career or getting a certain position in their business. If you don't change your mindset, then you're probably not going to get there because the, your thoughts lead to actions. The actions lead to the outcomes. So for someone to get to that top level in whatever space that they're in, the first thing you should do is go find someone who's already at that top level because it's probably been done before and find out what they're thinking. So you can see the actions, you can see the outcomes that they have, right? The result is that they're up there. Then you can look at the actions that they're taking that got them there. And then what you want to find out is, what are the mindsets behind it? Now, the challenge with mindset and modeling mindset is that you can't see somebody's mindset. See, if I tell you that I'm going to uh, write a book, you can see the book when it's finished. I can show you the book or it's done. All right. If I tell you I'm going to put a podcast out, you can see the podcast when it comes out. If I tell you I'm going to lift weights and get big muscles, you can see me. You can see the muscles. Right. But you can't see mindset. You can't see the way somebody's thinking. But as a general rule, people's words are a reflection of their thoughts, because usually we don't say stuff that we haven't. Uh, contemplating in our mind, generally speaking. So if you want to find out the way somebody's thinking, go find that top level performer who is where you want to be, see their actions, and then you need to find out what is the mindset behind it. Listen to them talk. Go have a conversation with them. They wrote a book, go read their book. They happen to be a, a well-known individual. They happen to be somebody who you know. Uh, figure out how you can get a conversation with them, even if you got to pay for the time. And have a conversation with them and find out what thought patterns 
led to the actions that led to the results. The challenge for a lot of people, sign is that they see the results. They see somebody has, let's say somebody got a really nice car. I want a car like that. Or how do I get that car? Uh, you see what the person did. And then all people do is go off that. They do the same things they see the other person do. And then they see, all right, did I get the result yet? Not yet. Okay, let me do the actions again. Did I get it? No, do it again. And they just keep doing, they go in that cycle of doing stuff, doing stuff, doing stuff, doing stuff, hoping to get to the outcome. And a lot of times that doesn't work because they haven't done the full process. They skip the step in the process. And this is how people can go their entire lives working really hard. And there's a lot of people listening to this right now who probably feel like they work really hard, yet they're not getting results that are commensurate with their efforts. And it's simply because you skip the step in the process. You got to get the mindset first, then the actions, then you get the results. Mm, I love it. I love it. So let's let's move on from that because I uh, I really wanted to, like I said, lay that foundation for those who are listening to this to be like, okay, like we recognize where we're at right now. Now we have to take the necessary steps to start seeing some actual growth, right? And so I want to first jump into a little motivation because I've heard numerous times from you talk about motivation in rather unique ways, I'll say. And so mm -hmm. when it comes to motivation, I want to just talk about that a little bit because you'll hear a lot of people say, I would do this, but I don't have the motivation to do it. I was actually just talking with somebody like two days ago who was mm -hmm. like, oh, I, I will go to the gym like as much as you do five days, five days a week, six days a week, whatever it is. If I had the motivation, I need somebody yelling at me. I need this. I need that. Like there's a lot of things that people need. And so I think motivation is a great place to start now that mm -hmm. we recognize where we're at. How do we get, quote unquote, motivated to now take the necessary steps? Well, you don't you don't get motivated. So uh, the key thing for a professional and let's be clear here, definition of a professional, someone who does something as their main paid occupation. And the only way you can do something as your main paid occupation is that someone has to be willing to pay you on a consistent basis. And the only reason anybody would pay anyone on a consistent basis for anything is because we know what we're going to get. We can depend on their consistency and we can, re we can rely on their ability to deliver. So I don't care. We're talking about a, a football player, an electrician, a coach, uh, the milkman, the mailman. We just got to know what we're going to get from that person. If I know what I'm going to get and I want it, I'll pay for it. But if I don't know what I'm going to get, I'm not going to pay for it. So backing up, deconstructing this whole concept, uh, those of you who want to do anything consistently, the challenge with motivation is that motivation is not always reliable. Motivation doesn't always show up when you want it or need it. So just like you said, your friend said, I would go to the gym if I was motivated. But when it's time to go to the gym, they're not motivated, right? So they don't show up. So what can show up all the time that you can depend on, if it's not going to be motivation, then it's going to be discipline. The hallmark of a professional is not motivation. It's the hallmark is consistency and consistency comes from discipline and discipline comes from structure. So when you put the right structure in place in your life, also known as a process, you call it a process, you can call it a system. You can use those interchangeably in this context that the structure produces discipline. The discipline produces consistency. The consistency leads to reliability. And because of that reliability, now people will depend on you. And that's how you become a professional, what you do. So the most important thing for anybody out there seeking discipline and listen, I don't 
I don't mind discipline. I, I'll take it if it comes my way. If I have some motivation one day, that's great. But the days that I'm not motivated, I still got to show up and do my job because I'm a professional at what I do. And there are people depending on me to deliver, whether that's my family, whether it's my you know, community, whether it's the government that wants to tax me, whether it's the, the clients and customers that I'm serving, they already paid and they expect something from me. I got to show up and deliver. So the days when the motivation isn't there, the discipline picks up where the motivation leaves off. The discipline is there every day. The motivation is extra. So we all, and I'll use the subject motivation. I'll put out a video and say, no weekly motivation. Right? is this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I love that. And I think from there, right. Cause I just want to jump into a bunch of different kind of topics that will provide the listeners with some value and the yeah. things necessary to, take the next steps forward. And as we're talking about that, we're kind of deconstructing the the secret, quote unquote, to that top 2% of society. And I think mm-hmm. we've touched on a, on a lot of those things because they're very unique and, and different from what you will mainly hear, right? You have to hear, like you mainly hear about, you know, you need motivation to, to succeed. Like you need to, you know, do whatever it is. And like, if that's what you're hearing most of the time, or if that's what you're hearing you know, from the masses, it's probably not 100% accurate because what small percent is such a small percentage of people who are actually doing the things that you that you want to do. And so I want to get into I want to get into clearing clutter from our minds, from our bodies, from different things like that, just letting things go. So we've talked about what you need to start gaining, right? You need to gain discipline. You need to gain awareness. You need to gain some more information about mindset. You need to talk to some people. You might need to read a book. You might need to read a podcast, right? It's a lot of things that we need to start doing, applying, implementing, right? Now let's talk about mm-hmm. the things that we need to let go of. What are some things that we need to let go of that we can let go of today? Like somebody who's listening to this podcast could be like, shit, mm-hmm. like something that I've that that I have right now, I need to let go of as soon as I as soon as this podcast episode is done. What are some of those things that the listeners can let go of today that will immediately start to free them up and give them the space to see growth? Great question. Well, I'm glad you had that last part to see growth because it really is based on what you want. Right. So what somebody's going to let go of or pick up or keep or no, not do anymore is all based on the goal. Everything is based on the outcome. So uh, I always tell my audience that we're in a performance and results based business. So this is all everything we do is based on what is the result we're trying to achieve. So if your result is you want to grow and you want to get to a higher level than you are now, then we simply do uh, the 80-20 analysis. And many of you are familiar with the 80-20 principle, 80% of your results come from 20% of your inputs. So and also conversely. 20% 20% of your results come from 80% of your inputs, which means as, as a general rule, most of the things that most of us do are completely useless activities, but we keep doing them because they're connected. We're habitually married to doing those activities, even though it's not really doing anything for us. Right. And most of the results that we're achieving in life come from only a few things that we do. And if we would just focus on doing more of those few things and less of everything else, we could get a lot more done with a lot less effort. And even though everybody who understands that principle, anyone who's ever read or heard about it before, listen to me right now, everyone logically agrees with it. I never heard anybody disagree with the 80-20 principle. Everybody agrees with it, yet most of us don't implement it because those habits, our habits are tied to the 80% of activities that don't really do anything for us, but we're so used to doing them. It almost feels like we're we're losing something by 
ceasing those activities, even though ceasing those activities isn't costing us much because they're not doing anything anyway. But human beings are creatures of habit. And we are hard-headed individuals, all of us. We are hard-headed in that we can hear the same thing over and over again, agree with it, read a book about it, or go listen to somebody speak about it, be clapping our hands, nodding our heads, taking notes, and then we go back and do the same stuff we were doing before anyway. All right, this is what human beings do. And this is why we often got to hear the same message over and over again before we do something about it. All right, this is, and that what I tell my audience is that when you were in kindergarten, how many times did you sing the ABC song, right? You can think of it in your head right now, right? And because we sang it a thousand times, all of us know how to talk, all right? We all can read, all right? We can put words together, all right? We can read the alphabet and we can teach it to other people because we heard it over and over and over again. So this is a, any of you familiar with the 8020 principle now, you're hearing it again. So what you would do if you want to go to a higher level is you need to do that 8020 analysis. What are the 20% of my activities that are producing most of the results that I want? And what are the 80% that I just keep doing that's doing nothing for me? And now it goes back to what we talked about earlier here, Sion. Do you have the courage to kill off that 80%? How much of that 80% do you have the courage to drop and get rid of and stop doing? And this is harder than it seems. And you would think, Sion, for people to move forward, you think the hard part is doing some new stuff. But often the hard part is just stop doing the old stuff. Mm. It's very difficult for a lot of people to stop doing the old stuff. Like how many people have you seen who are in a, they're working at a job that they hate, but they won't quit. Mm. Or they're in a relationship that they don't want to be in anymore, but they won't leave. Right. Or they, they got some things going on that they know are hurting them, but they keep doing them. Right? Yeah. They got some bad habits, but they keep doing the bad habit. Like, hey, I want to go to the gym, but I keep sleeping in. But I slept in again today. I'm sleeping again tomorrow. And they, then they get, get up and say, I shouldn't have slept in today, but I did it anyway. Right. I shouldn't. I need to stop smoking cigarettes, but I smoked another one. I right? yeah. just keep doing it. And this is because human beings are creatures of habit. And breaking our habits is actually the hardest thing for us to do. And introducing new habits is a hard thing to do as well. And uh, you said you're 20 years of age. Right? So it, the older we get, the harder it is, as a general rule. Now, some people, I'm 40 years of age, I'm 41 years of age. So people in my age group, it's harder for people in my age group than people in your age group. But people get stuck in their ways. You could be 15 stuck in your ways, right? Yeah. It never change. So as they say, a lot of people get to a certain age, then they live the same life for the next 60 years. So uh, the most important thing for all of us, no matter your age, is you got you to keep your mind open and malleable enough that when you get a new experience or a new perspective, you're willing to drop some old stuff and insert some new stuff. And a lot of people, again, no matter that number of candles on the cake can be old in their mind because they're stuck in their ways and they're not going to change no matter what they see, hear or do. So it's the most important thing for all of us is we got to be open and uh, willing to let go of stuff and willing to add stuff on. And you, the people who are willing to do that and willing to do it like flexibly and freely, they are few and far between, regardless of their age. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. I mean, like, like I said, you know, even me being young, like I, like I might even sit up here and act like I'm somebody who's just been open to everything. Like, I, I like, mm -hmm. For me, a huge part of my personal development was to not be stuck in my ways about certain things. Because, mm -hmm. like, for example, like sitting here, like what I'm doing, because on every podcast, and I say this to all the listeners all the time, right? I love conducting episodes like this because I would be having these conversations even if it wasn't recorded on a podcast because I love mm -hmm. insight from other people, whether I agree with it or not. I like to get insight and be like, oh, I could take this. I can apply this to my life. Or... 
I won't take this. I won't apply this, but I'm glad I got to hear a different kind of perspective because I know a little bit more about what's out there. Not for me, but I still, regardless, learn something, right? That was not always me. I was always super stuck in my ways in terms of like, I'm not listening to anybody. Like, I'm that dude. Like, I'm fly. I do whatever I need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not hearing anything from anybody. Like, that was always the way I thought. And still, I'm not going to say I still think like, like that to some extent, but I still there's still definitely things that I'm stuck in my ways about meaning like I won't budge on certain beliefs. I won't budge on certain things like that. But for me, it's like understanding, you know, what are the things that are like, I won't compromise. And what are the things that are like, okay, maybe you need to expand your thoughts on this. Because when it comes to something like, let's say your core values, for example, right. Things that are like, foundationally part of who you are things that like are aligned with your you know your passion your purpose your character things that should not be compromised right i feel like we compromise those things more than we compromise the belief systems that are keeping us average almost on most occasions and so i just wanted to kind of bring that up because i think it's so interesting that i think that dynamic is so interesting of like you know you won't budge on you know, you've been you've been doing the same thing that's been keeping you in this cycle for the past five years. You're mm-hmm. not seeing growth. You're still where you want to be. But yet you, you know, are compromising these other values that maybe you shouldn't, you know, maybe you shouldn't be compromising. Right. And so right. I wanted to I wanted to t- uh, touch on that a little bit, but I wanted to talk on to move forward a little bit. I wanted to talk on habits. Right. Because we just we spoke on habits a little bit and you said humans are creatures of habit, which we've heard before. And so if we could if some of this is a recap about what we just said or if we're bringing in some new stuff, I really just want to distinguish some of the key habits that differentiate the top two percent from the average. So habits we can we can determine as things that we do on a daily basis, things that we do on a weekly basis. Right. What are some habits of that top 2%? What are they constantly doing on a weekly basis, on a daily basis that 98%, 99%, whatever of society is just not doing? Most important is they're paying attention to their most valuable resource and how it's being used and that resource is your time. Mm -hmm. Time, sometimes people say time is money, but that's actually not true. Time is worth a lot more than money. Time is life because you can run out of money and make it back. Uh, you could be at zero and then get to a million. All right, that that happens to people. You also be at a million and get to zero, but you get to keep playing regardless. You run out of time. They call that death. Are you dead? You run out of time. So time is the most valuable resource we have, and the most uh, successful people are very uh, vigilant about how they use their time, and they can actually be very they're very protective of their time. They protect their time the way most people protect their. Uh, merchandise, the way they protect their material goods. And that's the the biggest thing because how we use our time determines where our life ends up. So that's the number one habit that I would say for anyone who's a top performer is what am I doing with my time? And they that means they're usually making decisions pretty quickly. They act on their decisions immediately because it's not a, a real decision is followed by action. Right? A decision is not just you thought something or you wrote something down. A real decision is followed up by an immediate action if it's a true decision. And people who are highest performers, they tend to do things fast and now as opposed to doing things slow and later. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, the people that I talk to all different types of people every day. 
And a lot of people are just extremely slow in their thinking. They're slow in their decision-making. They're slow in their actions. They're slow in their outcomes. And they're, they're very accommodating of others being slow around them. And the problem with slowness is, is that slowness is literally killing you because getting you every time you delay and you allow something to take three hours, it should have took 30 minutes or it takes a week when it should have took two days. You just moved yourself that much closer to dying and you still didn't get the outcome done because all of us have a limited amount of time. Right. We all got an hourglass with that sand is going down an hourglass every single one of us. And none of us knows exactly how much time we have left. So anytime you delay action or you allow an outcome to be delayed because somebody else is moving slowly and you don't kind of put your foot in their ass to move faster, you're allowing yourself to get closer to death and you still haven't achieved the outcome. That's not okay. And when people understand that and someone who really understands that will start moving with more urgency and urgency is a key thing. Speed of action. Anyone I know who is successful all talk about moving with speed. When they make a decision, let's get it done now. Let's get this implemented now. Let's move right now today. And a lot of people who are more on the average side, they're counter to that when they hear someone like me say it, because I say this to my audience all the time and I get pushback from people and they'll say, well, uh, just it, as long as it happens, it doesn't matter how fast it happens. This has to happen. I said, no, that's 100% false because if I get something done in a year and it takes you 10 years, uh, you don't have a guarantee you're going to make it 10 years. Mm. And by the time you achieve it, if it took you 10 years, you have less time left to capitalize on your success and to enjoy your success than I got. I got nine more years than you to capitalize on my success. So by the time you get to success number two, I'm already on success number five because I'm moving way faster than you are. Mm. Right? Yeah. So this, this speed of implementation matters a whole lot and also about doing things now. And many people, again, they just put, they add time to situations. So this is also known as procrastination or people saying things like, let me think about it. That most of the time people don't need to think about anything. There are a few big decisions in life you might want to think about. Are you about to buy a house? So you might get this car. There are a few things you need to think about, but a lot of little things, everyday things, people say they want to think about it. They don't really need to think about it. They're just looking for an excuse to either delay a decision or they wanted the answer is no. They just don't want to tell you no. So they say, let me think about it. They're just trying to get out of the situation because it's uncomfortable for them. But these are all uh, adding time to the situation. Anytime you add time to a situation, you are placing a blind bet that you actually have time. Yeah. Nobody knows how much time they have. So you should never place this bet. And all of us should. We want to install instill that in our minds that we don't have time. So you can't add time to a situation. And anytime you hear somebody say something like take your time, take your time doesn't mean go slow. Take your time means take the time and do something with it so those are the biggest habits yeah yeah i love that man and so when anybody asks me like the <laughs> when any because because i'm not going to get too deep into like the title of the podcast obviously the art of kings right when i when mm. i when i tell people that like business is an art form for me and mm. it's really my craft and really like takes me to be completely aligned you know mind body spirit to come from a it's a creative expression for myself creating companies, creating things like that. And mm -hmm. that's my craft on that level. But then when we talk about the art of Kings and we talk about the craft and everything that goes into, you know, achieving that level of success that we look to achieve, becoming our higher self, becoming all the things that we talk about in this podcast. Like if you just think about all the things that really go into that, it's so complex and it's so there's just so many things. And it's one of the reasons why we have this podcast. And I bring that up to say, like, 
when you talk about something like that is so real. And it also to master something like that, at least for me, you also have to master being 100% present in, in life. Right. So when it goes beyond just like, just like from a business perspective, right? Like I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, you know, like I don't have that much time to, to do these things or I want to get these things done as quick as possible. Right. You have to understand those things and you have to execute quickly, but it also on top of that has to be coming from a foundation of being present of being content, not necessarily, you know, with, 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 the the average lifestyle or anything like that but being content on like an individual level you know what i'm saying always being mm. and present and coming from that foundation of peace and everything and that's one of the things that we've had people come in on the podcast to talk about to be like hey like you have to always be at at peace and always be at a place where you can make sound decisions where your time allocated to certain things is actually effective. Because like you said, sometimes when people want to make decisions or talk about making a decision, but they're procrastinating and they're searching and fishing for reasons, really, when they say they're taking their time, they're just fishing for reasons as to like, you know, why I shouldn't do this? Why, you know, what, why this might not work or whatever. That's because you're not at, you're not at peace. You're not you're not sitting there and you're not thinking clearly of like, okay, now nah, I just really need to do this. I don't even know why these other things are coming to my mind. So you end up wasting a lot of time doing those things mm -hmm. anyway. And it really just comes right. back to the foundation of peace. And so it's something so unique that we have to master because when you talk about things and not you, but I'm just saying, just generally speaking, when people talk about things about like, you know, be quick, act fast, different things like that, people in their mind, it's like neglecting the fact that like, okay, like, to do that, you have to be very clear on what it is that you want to do. You have to be mm -hmm. at peace. You have to be able to make sound decisions. And then you can do things quick because all these other distractions are not even in your mind. You know, all that dead weight and all that other stuff that we were talking about before is not weighing you down anymore. Now you can actually act fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's, it's so, it's so, it's just, like I said, it's such a unique thing that we have to master. But that's again why they, it's called the two percent, top two percent, top one percent, because it's mm -hmm. just not so many people can master that exact, you know, that 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 exact action, that exact mindset, right? And so, I want to move on, and I want to talk about one of the last things. And Dre, I need you to just tell these people, <laughs> I need you to tell these people that they are not owed anything. I need you to tell them that they are not entitled to anything, and that. Everything that they have, like I'm not even gonna talk anymore. I, I need you to I need you to talk to them about that, right? Let's let's close it up on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a topic that even back in my days when I was talking to mostly athletes, I've tell, been telling people that that everything you get, you have to earn anything you're handed, consider it extra, but don't come to expect it. Because when you start to expect it, that's when that sense of entitlement comes in. Then you take your foot off the gas. And then before you know it, you're you know, back where you didn't want to be, back at your starting point. So that sense of entitlement, uh, it can creep in on people. Because again, that complacency sets in on all of us when things start to come to us a little bit too easily. So this is why we got to make sure we have, uh, this is one of the values of having the right relationships. 
having the right people around you who will remind you like, hey, don't get lazy here. Don't get comfortable. Don't get complacent. Don't start thinking that just because it it worked last time, it's going to work next time. You got to earn this all over again. And this is something that when it comes to mental toughness, you know, I tell people this, that most people, when they think of mental toughness, they think, okay, when a situation is challenging and not working in my favor, I got to be you know, mentally tough and determined and disciplined. And I still got to show up and keep working and keep grinding. And eventually things will work out. And yes, that is part of mental toughness. The other end of the spectrum for mental toughness is just because things went great yesterday, because you closed your last sale, because everything is working right now and everybody's telling you how great you are. That doesn't mean you don't need to prepare for the next opportunity. It doesn't mean you can just show up to the next one and wing it and everybody's going to be satisfied with it because what's going to happen is eventually your performance is going to start falling off. And those same people who were celebrating you because you were winning back when you were doing everything right, now they're going to stop taking your calls because you're not performing at the same level anymore because you got complacent. So this is why we need to have systems. When I talked about discipline, I said discipline is a result of structure. This is why you need to have a system or a structure in place that ensures that your discipline stays sharp and on point, even when things are working in your favor. So there are a lot of people out there who have created success, but they were only able to be successful one time and they couldn't repeat their success. They couldn't regenerate their success. And one of the reasons is they didn't have the mental toughness to put themselves back in that same frame of mind as they had before they won. Mm -hmm. So this is the reason why I look at someone like uh, Michael Jordan as uh, being the greatest, because even after he won, he put himself back in that hunger mindset to go win again and then go win again. He didn't allow the complacency to set in, nor did he allow the people on his team because he wasn't playing an individual sports. Now he was playing tennis. He was playing basketball. There's a bunch of other guys on the team. He didn't allow them to get complacent either. So he was able to repeat his success over and over and over again. And he did it twice. Left, came back, did it again. And he just had that that mental toughness that he didn't allow the success to slow him down. And then, of course, you got plenty of stories of people who didn't allow the failure to slow them down. But I think it's even harder to keep going when you're successful, because most of the time when you're successful, that's the reason why you did all the work. Right. And then you get the win. All right, why come back and try harder again? But right. he was able to do it and maintain that. So I think the biggest thing for everyone is even if you're losing right now, don't think that somebody owes you a win just because you've been losing and just because you've been winning. Don't think that the next win is guaranteed. Like everything has to be earned. Is You're starting at zero every day. So this is why uh, work on your game is really about taking that pro athlete mindset and applying it to life. Because in sports, if you have 30 points, like, I don't know when this episode is coming out, but the NBA season just started this week, right? So if you had 30 points in the first game, next game, none of those points carry over, right? You got zero. At the start of the next game, you still have zero. You got to score 30 points all over again. So that's the same mindset you got to have. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. And, you know, I just wanted to add on real quick before we close out. Right. I'm very analytical. And, and first of all, business is the for me, like it's it's the it's the biggest it's the biggest sport. Right. Mm -hmm. That's where I can. Ex one of the many reasons why I love it is because that's where I can express all my creativity the same exact way. I mean, mm -hmm. all my creativity, all my competitiveness, like it's just so many of the reasons why I love why I love this game, but I've I've been doing a lot of research on on billionaires recently, mm -hmm. and I actually listened to a podcast on billionaires as well, and I've, it's always been something that I've been interested in, obviously. And so, it's 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 just to add on to what you're saying, right? It's so one of the reasons why it's so difficult for people to elevate to that billionaire 
status is because before they're a billionaire, they're already a multi-millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you're already a multi-millionaire and you have that mindset of like, you know, I, I was I'm after I was after the success or whatever it is, mm -hmm. like good. You're a multi-millionaire, like you're you're very wealthy. You have a lot of you have a lot of money, you have a lot of success. So it takes something take something a little bit deeper a little bit larger than that to then do what's necessary to even elevate to the next level and hit a billionaire status and obviously that's on a much larger scale but it goes back to the same fundamental issue or 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 mindset or way of thinking and so I just wanted to add that because that's kind of what's been on my mind recently that's what I've been researching a lot recently and so just to close out man if you have any you know closing things that you want to share definitely uh go ahead and share that and then i want to leave a uh i want to leave space for you so you could plug in all the things that you're doing where the listeners could find you at where they could follow you socials everything like that and i'm obviously going to put it in the description as well sure so just for everyone to keep in mind that we all have a game whether you're a, a janitor maintenance man a school teacher a librarian an entrepreneur athlete uh, or you're not even sure what you're going to be yet uh, we all have a game. Whatever thing you're in, there's a game that is being played. And your job is to find out what game you're actually in and the rules of that game and what allows you to win that game. Then you go work on your game so you can create an opportunity for yourself. When you create your opportunity, you got to go out there and perform. You perform, you produce results. You produce results, you get rewards. And you get to name whatever rewards you want when you produce results consistently. In other words, you get to name your price and this is the position everybody wants to get into. And that's the process in order for you to get there. Just find out the game, work on your game, opportunity, performance, results, rewards in that order. And as far as uh, for me, now you can find me on, I'm on all the social media platforms. I publish everywhere at least one time per day. I'm probably most active on Instagram because I use the IG stories. So my Instagram is just my name at Dre Baldwin. Uh, best place to uh, get in touch with us off of social media is at Work On Your Game University. That's the place where I do all my coaching mastermind programs. Again, that's, that is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. And I send out a daily motivation text message for, for anyone who would like to get a message guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point to start your day every day. And we send out a weekly one as well. So just text me for free at my number, which is 305 384-6894. And I'll give you that number sign so it can be in the uh, description. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I'm gonna leave everything in the description. Man, that concludes another incredible episode of the podcast. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Be sure to go connect with Dre. Again, everything will be left in the description, so it's very easy for you to access. Again, Dre, thank you for a great episode, and we will see all of you guys next week. Peace. Peace, family. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. The Art of Kings team is constantly working to create the best episodes and content for you guys so that we can further our mission and impact as many of our brothers as possible. However, we cannot do this alone. So we ask three things of the amazing community that will help us slowly but surely change the world. Firstly, we ask that you engage with the content. Our official Instagram is at underscore art of kings underscore. Be sure to comment your thoughts on topics, share posts you find insightful, and of course, stay up to date on all of the latest news. Next, we ask that you share this podcast directly with one person that you feel could upgrade their life by joining our family. This is the most effective way to help build our community and give value to somebody you care for. Finally, we ask that you take action. Actually apply something that you heard on the podcast to your life today. The execution of knowledge is power, and we love to see the community win big. With all of that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.